Alright, welcome everyone to the Triangle Anime and Manga Review Podcast. Uh, I am uh, Ozzy, and I'm here with Logan, my buddy. Logan, how you doing? Trying to steal my job. I'm not sure I appreciate it. <laughs> no, it's more of a if it's a, it's it's more of a allowing other people to uh, you know take on more responsibilities, and that's Branch kind out. of yeah. That I appreciate what, that. Is that what they told you before uh, they got like an 18 year old to take over for you? Uh, they did not have an 18 year old actually. Um, I hope that's not the case. I hope I'm a little bit more of a I guess uh, what's it called uh, of an asset than that. I, I like one thing. I like the thing. Well, I appreciate that. It's one thing I did not get at my last job, which is, you know, now I have a new job because I did not feel like an asset there. So sometimes when that doesn't happen, you know, you kind of move on. You know, that's got to be like a burden to be like dealing with that in day in and day out. Let's see. There's uh, I mean, I know that's not like a world ending situation, but for you, that's that had to have been like really tough and stressful. No, no, it wasn't world-ending for sure, and it wasn't really stressful. It's just kind of, you know, like you kind of go through those stages in life where sometimes you just got to move on, do new things, and, you know, in that little slice of my life, you know, I was uh, ready to start a new journey and, uh, um, I guess, look for other stuff, and uh, that's kind of what's been new with me. What's been new with you, Logan? It's been a while since we uh, talked about ourselves. Oh, yeah. No, uh, we just got back from visiting family down in Atlanta for the 4th of July. That was uh, pretty nice. Very little political talk. Uh, I mean, not sounds like sarcasm. Were, not that there wasn't. Oh, yeah, no, we had a fun chat with my godfather, but it's par- I'm partially to blame. He uh, brought up a topic, side topic, and then I ended up asking him about it, and I should have just left well enough alone. We, oh, no. The whole, the whole Roe v. Wade thing is very sensitive. For everybody Ooh, still right now. That's not ideal. Especially as soon as you go down to the south, uh, eesh, it gets a little ugly. But yeah, we're, we're not necessarily here to talk about politics. We're here to talk about, you know, other stuff, but that's unfortunate. Yeah, I mean, you're not going to ever agree with every single person that you deal with, but you still want to make nice, I guess, with your family. Even though they can have some poor opinions of their own. But, you know, that's life, man. And uh, That is true. Have... What about okay, what about we, good things in your life? Oh, good things? Well, I got an amazing girlfriend who listens to this podcast. Hey, that's good. She listens to this podcast. Oh, she's real. She, she's a really good girlfriend. She actually listens to our podcast. I know. Take someone crazy. special or demented, either one. Yeah, I know it's crazy. I'm gonna propose to her soon, but don't tell her that. And I've already oh, wait. What? But she's gonna listen to this podcast. I know. I don't know, but uh, I don't. She. She. I think she knows what's coming. I just don't okay, give. We right. just can't spoil any of the big details, okay? Sometime uh, next year, and maybe in the next two years. Let's just say that, so we don't we don't ruin the surprise of one. <laughs> just don't, the sometime next year, I think she'll be more upset. But we'll we'll see how it plays out. Well, we'll nice. See. I think I think we're gonna be. Yeah, it's gonna be sooner rather than later. But yeah, oh, well, that's think, nice. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think life's pretty good. Works a pain, but you know what can you do? Sometimes that such is such that can, is life. Yeah, and we just got Zoe back. And have we queued this up enough for your little <laughs> intro already? Or? That is my intro. We're talking about our lives, right? We're talking about what we do, what, what what's been fun in our lives. But for myself, to- I have I have a uh, you know it's summer here, so I'm getting out more. I'm doing a lot of housework and uh, doing a lot more disc golf. I've been playing a lot more um, and just trying to get out. So. 
that's kind of what I've been up to. Uh, I did get a new job, kind of like I hinted earlier. So that's kind of um, a big step for me. And that's always nice. Um, but other than that, just try to enjoy summer as much as I can. You know, try to, trying to give the listeners a little little palate cleanser, a little insight into what we do on the day to day. Yeah, I, Correct. I appreciate it. Let's see. Yep, yep. But no, that was just uh, what we wanted to give about our lives and to kind of transition into what we're talking about today. We're going to talk about everyone's, well, let's not say everyone's favorite, but some people's brand new kind of like hot favorite genre of anime, and genres loosely. Uh, that's uh, Slice of Life, as if the uh, intro didn't give it away there. Um, we're going to be talking about Slice of Life and um, just kind of what the genre is, what it means to us, what we kind of like about it, dislike maybe, um, and kind of some of the key aspects and some good examples of them from recent or maybe a couple years ago. Um, because that's one that we see that's kind of big. I know we did one on Isekai a couple of episodes back, and I heard that people enjoyed that. I know Logan and I really did enjoy talking about that because Isekai is very popular. Isekai can be somewhat polarizing, and I think Slice of Life is kind of the opposite of that. It's well, it's the opposite when it comes to like how it's made up, but I think it's the same. It's two sides of the same coin. I think they're both polarizing, and I think they're both uh, popular right now. I would, wouldn't you agree, Logan? In a way, yeah. I mean, I think these are two the two kind of key genres that have kind of dominated the scene as of late, and part of that's because of uh, I mean, I would say the key difference between Slice of Life and Isekai is that Slice of Life has actually been around for quite a while. If you look back at some of the anime and manga out there, um, you know, as a manga Dio, I think of back when I was a kid was a really big one that was, I oh, think, yeah. just classified as a comedy, but really was a slice of life. If you really, if you want to get into the nitty gritty of things, and I do think, I mean, per our contrast, this is a, these are two genres that I wouldn't say necessarily oppose each other, but they do have a lot of key differences between them, which I'm sure we're going to go into as the podcast goes on. But I think that was the main reason we wanted to talk about it was more so just sheer popularity of it. And I think something that is foreign to the U.S. market, I guess, for lack of a better term. Um, I think we have stuff that's like Slice of Life, but the idea of a quote-unquote Slice of Life show, there's nothing quite real genre-defined like that over here. Now, we have sitcoms, and I think we have kids shows that are kind of like, I don't know, Recess or something like that. But I don't really consider those slices slices of life I'm trying to think of any other american cartoons that would be similar but yeah for some reason recess comes to mind just cuz it's the day-to-day school stuff and how absurd things get no that's a good i mean recess is a good one i mean uh what about like uh doug i feel like doug would probably be kind oh, of a slice Doug's, of life oh doug's 100% a slice of life yeah that yeah. Uh, that's a great when you example. said that like the first thing that came to mind was doug and like I guess it's not yeah I mean uh, we'll go into it as we as we start talking about it but it it's really hard to kind of like put it in a box. Um uh, it's not defined as as well as I think other genres are and I think a lot of times you see that it it blurs the lines. 
But um, I guess uh, to start off, I mean, let's let's try to define uh, a slice of life. Uh, Logan, uh, do you want to uh, give us your what you think you define a slice of life is when you watch anime or manga? So, I mean, for again, for the American audience, I think the simplest explanation of what a slice of life is is it it's just a sitcom um i guess it's like an anime version of a sitcom but the the core idea is you're not creating a story with a focus or a goal you're creating a story around a character or a set of characters and you're just watching kind of the normal stuff that happens in their quote unquote normal stuff that happens in their lives and the chaos that kind of ensues around that and how they have to solve the problems then they, the day in day out really shouldn't change much that's why i kind of compare it to a sitcom is because if you look at like friends you know technically that story develops over time but day in day out it's the same characters just going through different life scenarios as the story goes along um and i think you know, Slice of Life obviously has its own particular touches. It focuses on school. It focuses on teenagers. Um, it tends to focus on more about how ridiculous the characters we interact with on a daily basis are. I think about, like, Komi-san or, um, gosh, the, the name escapes me. Uh, there's, there's a, but there's a bunch of, uh, Hold on, you've got a list here. Um, it's uh, I I can't re- I can't find the name right now, but you know these I'm sure we'll f- to fi- figure it out in the future. I think there's a lot of stories like that where, uh, oh Nichijo, Nichijo is a great example. Hormi is a great example where it's just like, um, really day to day life is made entertaining by the people around us rather than dealing with the idea of, you know, oh my gosh, like, the world's going to end if we don't do X, Y, Z, like you would see in a normal story, you know. I think, compare and contrast Marvel movies, you know, you don't have to have a end-of-the-world scenario for things to be entertaining. Um, But anyway, I was my long-winded version of that. What's your take? (laughs) So I think I think you hit on a good points. I think we kind of kind of agree with a lot of things there. Um, I like your concept of it, it being very similar to a sitcom, which I agree. Um, it is very like episodic. Episodic is the is the word that comes to mind because it doesn't really have an overarching like story. Um, but I guess in in a broad I guess in in my way to define it, it's really just a story about people in their everyday interactions with either other people or or situations um and usually it's set in a more realistic realm um i don't i i know that life can be kind of silly and comedic at times and and it's captured in there but it doesn't do a lot by going over over like super dramatic and i think where that's where sitcoms kind of like toe the line sitcoms i think sometimes can be too dramatic um and I think most some of the slice of life, especially the ones I enjoy, and I like to think it, it they categorize it very well. It's more kind of in the realm of reality, um, and that the most important thing is the interaction between characters. Kind of like you were saying, it's just like that's what you're looking for in slice of life. I think um, is that interaction being what drives a story instead of a major plot. Not to say it can't have plot. 
I think the majorities of Slice of Life just don't really focus on it. But they do have plots. Um, well, so. and and also not to say things can't get weird, because again, going back to Nichijo, that's a anime that has a talking cat and a robot teenage sure. robot girl. Right. But it's it's not focused on those aspects. It's focused on you know the humanized aspect of like going to school and dealing with you know <laughs> like having a girl who simultaneously wants to be a manga artist but is also terrified of letting people look at her art you know stuff silly stuff like that and um i i guess that's the key difference is yeah when i think about friends i think about um and i haven't even watched the series i'm sure my girlfriend is now yelling at the like whatever she's listening to and being like you never even watched it but anyway you know like when you think about the crazy aspects of like them getting a monkey and stuff like that that's not supposed to happen in a slice of life. It's just supposed to be them going about their day-to-day lives and then how the characters make those activities entertaining. Um, Correct. And then, like you said, like, it's it's so, like, one-offs. Like, it's a lot of one-offs. Like, that monkey's episode, like, if I, I don't remember if it lasted more than one episode, but if it did, it was two episodes max. Like, it was silly, but it like you said, it doesn't drive the story. That wasn't the story. It was just a one-off that just was made for laughs, and that's it. And then you get back to a different story the next day. Hundred percent, yeah. So yeah, and I think that's what I, I, I think you're right. I mean, I, I know there are episodes where it's like super dramatic. I think like the biggest deal I had was, was Friends, and I've seen Friends. It's just there are times where it's just like it's dr- drama just for the sake of drama. But at the core of it, there were slice of life aspects that I like, just like people interacting because they would see each other on a daily basis. And things like that are, you know, what I like in a slice of life. Um, But like I was saying earlier, like I like them when they're more like reality based, kind of like a a sitcom. Um, You did mention that Nietzsche Joe had that like kind of weirdness to it, but still it was kind of based on Earth between humans. Um, but you find that a lot of like, uh, slice of life still have like this blurred lines of like, including other genres. That's why I say it's kind of hard to like put slice of life in a box and say it's only this, because I I do think that like a lot of slice of lives have some romance concepts, have some drama, have comedy, obviously. And then even some people go as far as saying that like, there are like, uh, what's it called? Like isekais that are technically hidden slice of lives right um and i'm not gonna argue against that i think that's just an isekai because i think isekais are just an excuse to tell another story and kind of use that as kind of like a, oh i'm gonna transition it into a comedy or i'm gonna transition it into a rom-com or i'm gonna transition it into uh, a, a slice of life um so like i think one example was uh the the slime uh 300 years killing slimes that's like a slice of life because she was just chilling when she was done. Yeah, I mean, I do... I, I put that on the list, and I think it's... It, it, there is a fine line, because sometimes as you get into it, you're like, well, all the, there is no goal in this story. Is it a slice of life? And it's a it's a thin line to walk, just like most... Like a lot of things. But I think a slice of life, that is one unique aspect of a slice of life. An isekai you have to be reborn into another world and you have to carry your memories with you. Uh, slice of life can really take place kind of in any situation, as long as it's the normal oh, person. Yeah, for sure. Life. But I think 
when you do that, it gets dangerous from the sense that one of my key defining characteristics of a slice of life is there is no end goal. These are just these people living their lives. So when you put it in a fantasy world around, I don't know, hero characters or some other type of character, you can start dragging it into the, well, now we've got this end goal. We've got this thing that they've got to live to and raise themselves to to save the world or something. And that's not really a slice of life because, like, I think we're digging really deep into this just to kick it off. But, yeah, I mean, we read uh, Freeran at the funeral a few days ago, uh, or a few months ago, um, and that was a manga about a elf after, you know, the end of the journey um, where all her friends started passing away. And I think there's an argument to be made that the start of that manga is a slice of life because it's just her kind of trying to find herself in the world after being a hero and dealing with the fact that everything else fades away faster than she does because she lives forever. But then... The, the you know story happens and now they're out saving the world so you can't really call that a slice slice of life anymore you know I, I it's it's a it's a very comp it's a very tough target to hit as you get into it no but, I I agree I mean and like one of the examples I have is I mean people are not gonna like this but Anohana like one of uh, like this one was recommended in like all like the top uh, slice of life like animes to watch stories whatever and like i know about it i've read about it i started watching it it's great believe me it is great it is a wonderful story it is it's beautiful but i don't think that's a slice of life i honestly just think it's a drama like it it is a slice of life in the aspect that it is the interaction between people but it is it's there's just so much to that i think it toes the line too much on the drama because it just the plot is something dramatic. It's them dealing with the, the passing of their, you know, oh my God, I'm, you know, spoilers has been out for a long time, but it's them dealing with the passing of their friend and them coming together and coming to terms with, you know, all the issues that they've had since then. And it just relies on that. And that is the end game, right? Them kind of coming to terms and I guess letting the spirit of their friend pass on. Like it just, it's just not, it's just too much of like one, one huge story that it just, when I was watching it, I'm like, this is great, but I don't think this is a slice of life for me. So I well, agree. It is kind of hard to, 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 to where, where is that line for you, right? Yeah, and another good example that I can think of is uh, one that I keep recommending to you, and I have no idea if you've watched, A Place Farther Than the Universe, where... Oh, I need to. It's a lot like Camp Yuru, because I know that yep. one came out more recently. Yuru Camp. Yeah, but it, it's basically, it's about cute girls just living their lives, but they have a goal of going to Antarctica. So I really am like, well, that's not really a slice of life at all. Cause they're working not all. Well, first off they're working towards a specific goal of going to Antarctica. Second off, not all of us are going to visit Antarctica. That's not like a day to day kind of thing that you're working towards. You could but call, you can, but you can though. You can uh, you could call it a slice of life for, you know, Arctic explorers and stuff, but it's it's just not the same kind of thing. But, I mean, that's fair, but, like, I, I guess I'm not – I think that's when you start getting into the details. And, again, like you were just talking about, like, we're getting into the nitty-gritty of it. Like, the act of me going to Everest with a group of people, yeah, that's never going to happen. But the act of me going out and hiking with people and experiencing nature with people, that can totally happen. 
Yeah. Well, and I mean, again, that's why it becomes a fine line sort of thing, because as we get into the details, there are different types of slice of life, and I think different people define it as uh, different things. Um, so. Well, yeah. I, I, mean, I guess you're right. It is hard to. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was I was gonna ask. You know, as we get into kind of more of the details about it, I mean, what. What would set apart a slice of life for you versus from a normal story? Like, what are the things that you would look for in, say, a good slice of life that sets it apart from another story? Like, if that makes no, that's a good question. I, it, it, I mean, this is us just continuing to dig deeper, but like, I definitely do think that, like, when you were talking about just kind of like returning to the status quo, like, it not having a huge impact on the continuing story. Like, yeah, you may have an episode that really deals with the characters on a holistic level but in general you have episodes where they're just kind of like stories within themselves and i i like that 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 to me is slice of life like um i mean i, I don't want to get into specifics with certain stories but just like knowing that like you know if a character has an issue and you know that that's kind of his deal like uh, i'll just use one example fine like D daemon recipe for happiness was one that i watched recently uh it actually came out this past season and it was just about two characters, or it was about one character who came back because he left his family to kind of chase after his dreams. He's coming back to kind of reconcile with his family. He's meeting this girl who's a young girl, I think like 10, who was abandoned by her parents. She has her own issues. Like, this could easily be seen as a drama, but I think the way they dealt with it, because they didn't make their issues the overlying story, it wasn't a drama. They have issues, but every episode was something different. They had one episode where they kind of dealt with their issues, but it didn't do anything for the rest of the story. It's just like, hey, it's just something we can touch on. But then every other every other episode was them just kind of interacting, going to going to class, working, kind of go, having birthdays. Does, is that a good is that a good example? I think that's a good definer of like it didn't focus on that drama, and it was, therefore it wasn't a drama. It just kind of used it. Right. right, and I think that's a good defining line because I think there's also a lot of horror stories out there like, say, Another, which it's a horror story that's kind of hard to describe about basically a ghost in a classroom that's killing a bunch of people. But that whole story takes place in school as dealing with kids living their day-to-day -day lives. But obviously, the focus isn't on kids going to class and interacting with each other even though that happens the focus is on somebody's killing all these something's killing all these kids like yeah that's a so yeah it's a kind of a i think there now that is, one i would not even come close to calling slice of life uh yeah i mean i again i'm trying to come up with a bra a, a more brazen example but um i've seen the slice of life tag applied to a lot of ones where i'm like it's not even really a slice of life at all, but I think it's also that goes to speak to, I think, the lack of understanding of the genre, because now nowadays it's kind of more like, well, if an anime happens at school, um, it's a slice of life, and it's like, no. By that definition, the first half of Naruto is a slice of life, because they're at ninja school. <laughs> um, but yeah. Well, I think, I think that's fair. I mean... Naruto is is an extreme, but like I think it's just like anyone else's life. Like li everyone's lives different. Maybe for some reason, some people think that you know 
all these other, like, it's hard to say, like, this is exactly what slice of life is, but maybe that line is different with each person. So that's, I think that's what makes it so easy for it to be absorbed and why it's so popular because everyone can like see it like, oh, that's slice of life. Some people can say, oh, not so, but I can see the aspects that are slice of life. And then in general, those slice of life aspects are what kind of people gravitate towards. Yeah. And I think there is something charming about it because... I mean, I don't fucking, I don't know about, uh, breaking the curse word embargo. I don't know about you, but, uh, I see a lot, even in the regular slice of life where it's just a day-to-day stuff. I look at those, uh, college or those, uh, high school things. And I'm like, man, I didn't do any of that shit in high school. The fuck? (laughs) Where did they get all this from? Uh, no, for real. It makes me wonder, like, do kids in Japan even go to school? Because half the time they're just kind of, like, hanging out. I think that was, like, one of the major gripes I had with, like, not gripes, but, like, comments I had with, like, Ahura and Son. Because I, I felt like that was kind of like a slice of life. Like, they were just, like, doing activities all day. And I don't think they were doing a bit of learning. And I was like, what kind of school are these guys going to? Because I literally sat at a desk for eight hours. Yeah. I, outside of band. And that's and P.E. But to be fair, I think that dichotomy is part of what draws us in. And I gotta believe that's not how school really is over there, but I don't know. No, oh, no, I'm pretty sure that's, yeah, that's just for dramatic sake. Yeah, because, I mean... But, yeah. Uh, go ahead, no. I was gonna say, uh, speaking of the things that draw you in, um, I was gonna ask, what what are the things that I think turn people on to to slice of life like why why is it so popular with people like why do people gravitate towards it well i mean my my first thought without even getting into the very specifics is like i just like it because it's funny like i think i think there's kind of this expectation of um well a story has to play out like this or a story has to you know hit these beats and a slice of life doesn't doesn't follow the normal story trends there's not a whole lot of setup there's not a whole lot of like building or character arcs and if there is it usually takes place over the course of a chapter and then gets wiped away really quickly and i think there's just something naturally comedic about that um that kind of like where you're just like this isn't going how i expect the story to go but so i mean it sounds silly but let's start there they're they're they have a natural kind of comedy about them from how unusual they are from what you would expect from a normal story i think a lot of kids nowadays are conditioned kind of into the marvel genre or even into the shonen genre if you want to get specific to anime where it's like well, you have a hero, and they're going to introduce the hero, and he's going to have some weaknesses, and then he's going to do some things and become, like, the strongest guy there is and beat up yeah, the bad guy. and guys. there's, like, a tournament arc, and, like, yeah. there's a training arc, and then, like, he has to meet the bad guy. Like, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. There's, it's a linear aspect of it. Like, like yeah, it, there are stories where they might take twists and turns, but at the end game, like, you know where you're headed, right? Right. And... So start and not to say that's a bad thing. Like I'm not saying that stories that follow that are bad. Um, it's just like sometimes it's it's just it's just the common theme. Well, I the way I view it is like you know, you really want to eat potato chips every day, all day for the rest of your life, or chocolate. I guess pick 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 a random food that you like. Do you really want to eat that all day for the rest of your life? Yeah, it's it's good, 
but like if you eat it all day every day of course you're gonna get sick of it so i think there's kind of something nice about just a change of pace to the whole uh thing now um going on to the other parts i mean as we touched on with the kind of idea of marvel movies and other things i mean one of the big gripes with those is, you know, the world's always ending and everything's always falling apart. Uh, da 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 da. Um, but with these kind of shows, you know, it's the exact opposite. Everything's kind of good, and you don't have to worry about a whole lot. The story's more based around like what what keeps the day to day interesting for these characters. Which yeah, that's I think that's like one of the biggest things that my first thing off the top of the head it was just like. It's just kind of easygoing. Like, in general, like, the path of most of these stories, especially the ones that I really enjoy, they're just easy listening visually. Like, the other day that came to mind, I was just like, what's a good way to describe Slice of Life? And to me, it was like, if you took the genre easy listening of music and put that vis- in, like, in a visual way, just like, just like, like it's, it's just kind of mellow, very wholesome. You know, obviously, there's there's parts of life where it's not great. But usually it's just kind of in the middle, you know, uh, easy listening. Oh, and I think it's, it's yeah, I would say it's just relaxing. And, I mean, that's yeah. that's kind of what the easy listening thing tends to. Is it's like, I don't, you know, if you ever get fed up of worrying about what's going to kill the world, um, which, I mean, I don't even have to watch a show to think about that nowadays. Everything's pretty messed up. But, you know, it's kind of nice to turn on... Put on something that's just like, oh, these kids are going bowling, or oh, uh, they're like doing a maid cafe, or they're going to a food place that they've never been to. It's like that's it's really it's really kind of cute and easygoing, and you just don't have to worry about it, which is something that we don't get a lot nowadays. Everything's really everything's tends to be really stressful so it has to be high stakes right i think i think most people like high stakes because it gets them um i guess for people that really enjoy those kind of like high stakes situations it just it gets the adrenaline pumping it gets them involved it gets them interact like uh invested right i think there's a lot to be said and this is could be one con for slice of life is like there's not a much investment because it's really just you know there's not a lot of character development or plot development so um but to me that's that like you said like it's nice just to sit back and just kind of see them do all these activities and i think that's another thing that makes it uh easy approachable and and people enjoy is because it's relatable right i mean you go bowling yeah i can go out and hike with my friends oh yeah i can go and um be into what's it called uh uh uh, cosplaying with my friends or i can go and be in a band with my friends like all these things are super relatable yeah and i mean also you know you can count the number of times obviously it tends to be a little more outlandish because they're trying to make it entertaining but i do like when you see something on like in an on anime where you're like oh yeah my friends have talked about that kind of stuff before you know where you're just sitting around and you're like uh you know and your friends are just talking about, you know, well, uh, what would, you know, what's, what kind of TV shows are you into? You know, who would win in the fight between this person and this person? It's just like, you know, it seems silly, but that's stuff that you and your friends have probably done like once in your life. Well, we're guys. I don't know. Girls sit around and talk about cats. I don't know. <laughs> yes. Cats. Yes. That's what they do. 
Um, but yeah, I think I think the relatability is nice. Um, and I think when you start getting into uh, like more maybe the other slice of life stories where they start re- delving into like dramas. The bigger ones that I like are the ones that may have some kind of like romance to them that may have some kind of drama aspect to them, but mainly because they don't try to ship a character like right away. I think that's what like slice of life that have romance aspects into them is done decently. Like they're not like right away like, oh, yeah, these guys are going to get together. Sometimes it's like a slow burn where it's like, ah, these guys are interested, but we'll see how it goes. And then there might be a couple episodes where you don't even touch on the fact that they like each other. And I think that's nice because sometimes life is like that. It's not, you know, you fall in love and, like, it automatically comes together. You can kind of get invested but not get, like, overly invested and stressed. Um, and I think that's one thing that I talked to one of my buddies about it. He he kind of, like, messaged us and told us about it because he really loves Slice of Life. And he was saying that some of his favorite ones are the ones that have romance as well. Because he can, I think that allows for some investment in characters because they do have something that they're striving for. Nothing like, like over the top, like that's the main goal, but like, it's just kind of like a subplot where, you know, it just happens to be that way. Yeah, well, and honestly, that kind of leads me into another topic that I didn't even think about with slice of life kind of aspects. One of the other things... Sounds kind of crazy, but really easy to keep going. So, like, let's say you like the story, or like, if you like, I'm gonna compare two stories. So, let's say you like Komi-san can't communicate, which is about a girl that struggles communicating with people, and she's trying to make friends. Well, her goal is to make a hundred friends, but it's not all about making the friends. It's also about interacting with her current friends and what she does to do on a daily day basis. Now let's go back to Naruto. What's his goal? Well, his goal is become a Hokage and lead the people. Well, the difference kind of becomes like as Naruto gets to his goal, it's like, okay, what do we do from here though? Like once he beats the bad guy and becomes Hokage, it's like, I mean, obviously, I'm oversimplifying things because I know I'm going to have some Naruto people pissed at me. But, you know, once he does all that, like, where do you go? Now he's just kind of at the top. There's nothing to go from there. Once Kong- well, I mean, I think that's a fair assessment. I mean, that is literally his life goal, and that is the plot of the – I mean, obviously, he takes twists and turns to get there. But, I mean, there's nothing negative about what you're saying there. No, no, no. But I guess my point is that – we often talk about how frustrated we get with these animes like Bleach or Naruto where they tend to drag out or create filler or do all these things, whereas with Slice of Life, you can just do that because, like, once Komi-san gets 100 friends, well, where do you go from there? She makes some more friends. Well, she interacts with her 100 friends that she has, you know? Well, that, okay, and, and that, that just, like, makes me think... Go ahead, sorry. No, and I mean, I really like that... It's a story that they don't have to tack on cheesy narratives. Like, I don't want to find out, like, in Naruto or Bleach, and this is not what happens, but, like, in a story like that, I don't want to find out, oh, they beat the big bad, and now there's this even more big bad hiding in the shadows. That seems really cheap. It seems really tacky when a story does that. Um, Slice of Life doesn't have that problem because... Even when somebody gets their goal or achieves whatever they're working for, there are other goals to life. Just like how if you're living a day-to-day, 
You're not you're you're only focused like we talked about your job earlier. That's not the only thing you have going on in your life. Now it's a big thing, no. but that was just a step in, you know, your process of living. So anyway. Yeah, and even then even in like the realm of like a week, that's not even a big thing. Like that might be what I do out of the majority of my life a week at a week at a time, but it's not the most important thing. But it's funny that you mentioned that about those two concepts or the two uh different examples and like I really lo- look at it as like a quantitative versus qualitative thing. Like like when I think of like a shonen, like it's about like numbers, like how big someone is, how many people they can beat, you know, how many battles they go through, like numbers. Like it's a you want to see big big things, but really, like you said with like Comey, she she might have a number of people that she wants to meet, but like it's about how she does it, it's about how she interacts with them, and that's the qualitative part, like the quality in which she does it, not how many, like how quick she does it or how well she does it. It's just about how she does it, right? Um, so, I mean, those two examples just kind of fit that. Um, so it's, it is interesting how, how you can look at that and it doesn't focus on, it has two different like goals and and they go about it differently. Right. Yeah. And I mean, I think it makes it easier for the writers and I think it makes it more comfortable for the, uh, or the, uh, readers or the watchers where I think a lot of the times you'll see. With shonen anime, for example, things will hit a point where it's just like you either you're reading it because you want to keep going with the story or like things have just crossed too far of a line. I think One Piece is the only exception, even though I'm not (laughs) going to read it because that thing is long as hell. But uh, yeah, you know, at some point, you know, like in Dragon Ball Z, say, which is a story I know we both like, eventually, like... I'm still watching Dragon Ball and keeping up with the story because I watched it the whole thing as a kid. It really, I mean, if I am completely open with myself, I probably should have just stopped watching after the Cell arc. I mean, I watched after the Boo yeah, arc. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but I can agree. It's like you're kind of like invested at that point because it's just like you're this nostalgia. I think, but, but that's a different topic about show about shows like that. But I guess my sure. I guess my point would be that. Like, even though I think you kind of get dragged into those, eventually Slice of Lives don't really do that. They just kind of, like, fade out of your consciousness. Like, I remember a lot of Slice of Lives I've read, and I've kind of stopped reading a lot of them after 200 or so chapters. And I don't really have a reason for that. It's just, like, I like them, and now they've kind of hit beats for another genre, and now I've just kind of, like, faded out of it. So, I don't know. I don't, well, I mean... I don't think... But that... But the key difference is, like, when I am I am actively upset with this. Seems, this might be more of a me topic, but I'm actively upset with some of these shonen anime, like Bleach in particular, Dragon Ball Z. I guess you could say that, where it's just like, just stop, okay? Naruto has Boruto now, where I'm like, just stop, okay? You had your time in the sun. It's over. Stop. You're really ruining this thing that I really appreciated as a kid. Slice of life. I don't feel that way. I just kind of lose interest and I move on with my life, but I mean, they're still there and they're still going and I don't have any less of an appreciation for them for doing so. Um, yeah, that's a, that's, that's, it's an interesting way to look at it. Cause I, I can understand how it's easy to let go of a, and I think this is kind of transitioning into the other side that I wanted to talk about. Like what, what makes a slice of life not attractive? Like what, what do people not like? Because I know friends that don't like slice of life and 
Uh, I think that's one of them. It's just kind of like how little investment you can have. Because like to you, it's okay for you to be like, oh, I'm not as invested anymore. It's not that it's bad. It's just like it's not what I'm wanting anymore. I'll just drop it. But for some people, when they feel that, they're just like, this is not good. Like I think that people, if they don't feel that investment from the get-go, if they don't feel like there's high stakes, then they might not even want to do it. Like, And by do it, I mean read it, invest, and like watch. You know, that's a fair point. Like, because the reason I am upset with those shonen anime is because I'm probably more invested with those stories than I am with. Yeah, like you said, those those stories mean something to you, those characters. And it's like, you, it, their time and they've served their purpose, right? Yeah. So I guess from that standpoint, um, I'm trying to think of a good example. But I guess the key thing from that standpoint is I think you're right. The problem with Slice of Life is that it really doesn't need you to be very invested. Um, it doesn't have a lot writing on it. It's kind of... It's like uh, Star Trek. It's either a story you like or you don't. And, I mean, I don't know a lot of people who just straight up hate that kind of story, but it's like, if you like it, you watch it. If you don't, you're like, cool. I want nothing to do, to do with it. And... I, yeah, I think it's easy to write off. Yeah, right? it's just like, okay. <laughs> yeah, like no one gives you a hard time when you're not into like 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 slice of life. Like if if you ever say like, oh, I'm not really into One Piece, or I'm not into like uh, my hero, or I'm not into you know you know these you know, like huge isekais. Like people are like, what? How are you not into that? But like, well, slice of life, it's so easy. But like, yeah, I'm not into like K on where cute girls are just doing cute things. Like, oh, okay, that's I me. Mean, whatever. No big deal. Yeah, I mean, I get. I guess that's like. Yeah, I guess that's the other thing is that they just don't have the same kind of fan bases that a lot of these other like groups have. Which honestly, if you look at their American comparison, that's fascinating because I think uh, obviously like big shows like Seinfeld, Friends have huge followings. I think that's true. I think that though. I mean, it might be one of those cases where a lot of people like it. It's just they're not very vocal about it. It's not the one that bothers them, I guess, if that makes any sense. Like, because usually Slice of Life is not the type of anime that you introduce your friend to, you know? If you, it, Absolutely yeah. not, no. Yeah, no. this is... Like, I, I, I have, like, suggested Slice of Life, especially, like, the ones that I really enjoy just because they're maybe unique or just because they deal with like they just do it in a good way and it just takes it like they're like i mean i tried watching that but it just it wasn't doing it for me and i think that's like the pacing of it it's just it's hard because sometimes it has no pace at all because if there's no like nothing tying the episodes together especially if there's no climax like to some people that's just boring to some people that's just like like why like they can tell like two or three episodes in like what are they doing like what's the point of this and if you especially because like I think majority of people are going in with the idea that this is going to be not a half the time they're like, oh, this might be like action based or this might be not a slice of life. Like, I think when you watch Slice of Life, you have to have the mindset of like, this is a slice of life. Yeah. You can't be like, oh, this is going to be exciting. No, you have to like go at it on like a base level. Because if you go at it and be like, this is going to be hype, like, you're going to be severely let down with most of these slice of life. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's a big key factor there is that you have to know what you're getting yourself into because 
I think this is one of those genres where it really you you don't get hype for it. You don't like prep. You don't do a lot of prep for like wearing outfits or anything like that. It's just you. If you like it, you're in. If you if you're familiar with it, uh, otherwise, no, not really. It's it's a strange man. It is just hard to kind of wrap your head around what makes this genre so fascinating. Um, I think. I think the other thing I like about just slice of life, or I think the other, sorry, we're on difficulties now. Um, I guess the other thing that I find difficult about slice of life is like, I think there's kind of over here, there's a lack of conformity. I think both you and I, Ozzy, have had pretty, for lack of a better term, normal lives, more or less. We went to school, we went to college, we did all those things. And, you know, we had friends and nothing too crazy happened, at least that I'm aware of. I don't know. I don't think you were ever abducted by an alien or anything. So I think it's one of those things where if you look into kind of what the core problem, like what the core themes are, you're... You're kind of uh, what when you look into the core themes, it's it's one of those where if you're an American, the, your story may your life story may not match up with that at all. Um, it may be kind of a strange uh, situation for you if you're trying to compare this to your day to day. All right, so we had some technical difficulties. Uh, literally in the middle of our conversation, around the 45-ish minute mark, um, I lost power. Um, so if you think that Logan is just rambling, it's because he is, because he just did not have anyone else talking back to him for a whole minute and a half. And I just don't know what to think when he just didn't stop talking because he didn't realize it. Love you too, Ozzy. Thanks. Um, well, I mean, <laughs> I don't know how to feel. It didn't show me love when you're sitting there just talking my ear off and didn't think, man, Ozzy's dead. Like, what if an asteroid hit his house? I got your fucking text message, asshole. <laughs> All right. Anyway, but yeah, we yeah. were talking. Ab- we were talking about some of the negatives with uh, Slice of Life, um, and I think we were just kind of going into how maybe the pacing's not that great. How it can be seen as boring just due to the not a cohesive story, um, and uh, I mean I think we both agree that those are issues for some people who are kind of not okay with that because uh, I mean I'm okay with a, a, a story pacing being slow as long as people are interacting right. So yeah, I guess because I don't want to ramble anymore. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh... I guess the key thing we came to is just that, like, I think some stuff at its core does not translate from a slice of life as well as it would in, like, another storytelling. Whether that's from the story beats or from the lack of a goal or from just cultural differences, to put it politely. I mean, yeah, uh, I think some stuff doesn't work as well or translate as well a slice of life to a general market yeah i think that's fair to say 
And I think at the end of the day, like one of the biggest cons I get, and this is another top, another not another topic, but another negative, um, is just like at the end of the day, like some people just don't want to watch just other people's lives. Like it doesn't transfer well that it's just kind of like a normal life. Like I've literally had people like, why do you want to watch people just going to school and hanging out with friends? That's what you do every day. Like, why do you want to watch that? What the fuck is Facebook and Twitter for? Yeah, that's the thing. Like, people love <laughs> to see what other people are doing, but they only love it for the drama. Like, you ask people, and it's like, well, I like when people have, like, good things happen to them. Or, but, like, that's why I like Slice of Light, too, which I think we're getting into this next topic here. Uh, but, like, it's, it, it is interesting that you mentioned that because, like, people love to see other people. But when you put it into a cute cartoony version, it's like, nah. Or, like like you said, like, sitcom, same thing. Like, people love to watch that. It's just people hanging out. But, not, like... You talk to Kevin, he doesn't really love Slice of Life, but he loves Cheers. What the fuck is Cheers about? It's people just going to the bar and talking about their lives. Interacting. Yeah. Or he also likes... It's literally that, He also like that fish anime that... I, yeah, I, well, I mean, he, I think he's coming around to it because, like you said, everyone has a different life. He likes fishing. I might not like fishing, but I might like it just because of Slice of Life aspect. But he did because of the fishing aspect. So shout out to Kevin and Suritama. And shout out also to my friend uh, Jose Torres for giving us insight on what they like about uh, Slice of Life. Oh, yeah. Do you want to read off his email real fast? or? Uh, I kind of combined it when I was talking about um, the uh, the romance aspect because he told me he really likes when it kind of toes a line between romance and, you know, uh, it, uh, Slice of Life because he can get invested in the relationship of the characters, which we were talking about. That's the biggest thing with Slice of Life is just like the interactions between characters. Ultimately, not necessarily that it's like they have to get together right away. It's just like them growing together, them interacting with each other. And... Um, he was just, I mean, he's a big Slice of Life fan. He was telling me some of his favorite ones are uh, Anohana, which, you know, I, I mentioned earlier, I don't necessarily see as a Slice of Life. Um, Your Lie in April, Your Name, Five Centimeters Per Second. Those are some pretty big ones that I've heard about. I've heard of Your Lie in April. I've heard of Five Centimeter Per Second. Um, and I think those are usually, I think, more like rom, not rom-com, like a, maybe a little bit uh, romance related. It's just kind of like interactions between boys, uh, a couple. I think he's he seems to like the life lesson type animes because that's kind of what you're lying. Correct. April, it's kind of like what you're lying. April five centimeters per second is there. They're kind of more drama based, which you know. Yeah. I. But I, I think sometimes like you're allowed to have those growths as a as a as a person in in life, and I think that's the biggest thing that makes it more interesting to me is just like. Even in the little things like interactions with people in school, like that helps you grow. It doesn't have to be a big deal, like a traumatic experience. It can be like Anohana, like that's a traumatic experience, like having one of your kid friends die. But like even little things, the little interactions can lead to big, like, you know, growth. Yeah, I feel like he would enjoy like a silent voice or one of those type. I think he probably does like it. Yeah, a silent voice is is another one that came to mind, too. That's a movie. But yeah, that that one. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, I'm uh, but either way, I mean, I'm glad you li- glad you listened to the show, and uh, hope you appreciated the shout out. But yeah, no, uh, whatever we were talking about, uh, get us back on track, Ozzy. No, uh, we were just talking about how um, I mean that was just kind of like some of the negatives. Um, Kevin kind of added perspective of not necessarily being really big into slice of life, um, but I think now transitioning into what are 
kind of like favorite aspects of slice of life because i think we say that we do like slice of life like that's a genre that we enjoy watching and um like what what parts or aspects of that genre do you like really enjoy i mean let's let's hear your thoughts first logan um i think it's just for me the my favorite parts and we've we've kind of already touched on this is uh i like how simplistic they are i like how peaceful they are I like how you know it's just generic comedy and i kind of like the relatability um there's something about like i'm never going to be a fucking ninja I keep coming back to naruto i need to find a different topic i'm never going to be like some crazy martial artist fighting aliens on another planet but you know i was a kid i was in high school and i had friends who did dumb silly stuff uh and Sometimes it was emotional, sometimes it was stupid, sometimes it was just what we did, um, for no particular reason at all. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, in that way, I can definitely relate to Slice of Life in a way that I can't relate to, you know, Goku or, uh, any of the, or, uh, <laughs> no skin. If you say Naruto, I'm gonna slap you through the fucking mic. Ichigo, or, uh... Inosuke or any of that stuff, you know, I, I, I would be, so that's kind of like, uh, I guess my general thoughts on that is just, you know, uh, I, I, I guess what it says on the 10 is kind of simple enough, right? <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. No, thanks. Um, I think for me, um, I think those are I think those are big for me too, like like kind of how wholesome and like relaxing they can be. To me, for me, it is very relaxing. Like those are the ones I watch. I think I usually watch them to start when I watch. Like if I sit down and have like an yeah, anime day where I'm trying to watch episodes, like I'll start with that because it puts me in a good mood. It puts me in a mood where like I know I'm in a good place now or um, it's just happy because I think the biggest thing, and I just thought about this earlier today was like, I think I get like instant gratification more so than you do with other animes because slice of lives are very like episodic. Like you get a quick resolution. You might get a wholesome story in one episode and that's it. Like you'll get a resolution where it's like, Oh, she, she did this with that person or they got to go enjoy a birthday with their friends or they got to go bowling and they like the, the girl won. like that's it. And you, you you finish it, and you don't have to wait till next week to see what happens. Obviously, sometimes they do that, but I feel like the majority of the time you get gratification in that one episode. And I think that's that's kind of nice. I think that's why I gravitate towards it. And I will say that I also I'm with Jose on it that like if a slice of life has a little bit of like romance involved with it, I'm in like ten out of ten. Like I love watching interactions between people in both awkward situations and both like realistic situations and um you know like the the romance aspect definitely makes me more like invested which is sometimes like i i need that uh if a story isn't too like like one example is like um i guess uh like ocarinson that was like one of my favorite things this last season because there was a little bit of romance involved and it kind of came out of left field because i honestly thought there were okay the two main characters were okay as just kind of like friends. But because I kind of grew with them as the season went on and it was slow, it was slow burn, it was more gratifying. It wasn't like they were shipping them immediately. 
And um, it wasn't centric to the whole story. The whole story was them just kind of understanding each other and allowing her to flourish as a person. That's honestly kind of interesting to me because what you had talked about earlier, I think you even recorded on the podcast, is you liked uh, the fact that they didn't have that romance. And then when they added it, you were kind of like, oh, interesting. But, uh, and like, I still, based off what I said, I still think that holds true because it was so such a slow burn that I didn't feel like it had to be the main thing. Like, it wasn't something that I was like necessarily like, oh, they ha- this has to happen for the story to make sense. It doesn't. It was just a byproduct of like their relationship, of their friendship, which is more slice of life than it is for like just a, rom- a romance where it's just like these two have to get together. And it's just a story. So I, I did. I've always enjoyed that story because like it was just them hanging out. Like it's just them being friends at school. And one girl's just kind of weird, you know, her and it's just weird, but it kind of led to something and it's, you know, so spoilers, but we'll talk about that in our next episode. But yeah, I mean, that, that's kind of our favorite aspects. I think um, it's different for everyone. Like we've said multiple times throughout this, this podcast, but um, I think it's just easy and approachable for everyone who is okay watching that. I think if you're okay with that aspect, then you're going to enjoy a lot of these slice of lives. And, um, some of the ones that I know that I've recently liked, um, these are just kind of off what we had said earlier, a couple of them, and then uh, we wrote down some, like, Komi-san can't communicate, Akaren-san, uh, Shikamori's not just a cutie, that's a big one from this past season. Um, My Dress Up Darling, I definitely think that's a that's a pretty big slice of life, because, like, I think a lot of slice of life, do, like, a lot of, like, there's, like, a sub-sub-genre, it's not, it's not really a sub-genre, but, like, they're easy because you can make a, a slice of life about an activity and focus on that activity. And for Dress Up Darling, it was cosplaying. Another one that I can think of is, um, what's it called? Um, uh, what's the name of that anime we watched with the uh, with the, the musical, what's it called? Uh, Shamisen? Um, oh, These Snow White Notes. Snow White it's, Notes. About, it's about, and it's not even about that. They're just... It helps the story continue, but it's really just about the interactions of two people and how they go about it every day to day. It yeah. just kind of gives them something to hang out with, right? That's a great example. Like the, that's like an accidental isekai because that's that was that one became an isekai because they're like, man, we don't know what we want to do with this one. But anyway, yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. And then like you also have the other like subgenres. Again, I use that word loosely. Uh, the cute girls doing cute things. That's a huge thing with Slice of Life. And uh, examples of those are Yuri Camp. You mentioned that earlier. Uh, K-On, big one. Um, uh, what's it called? Uh, the the one that you keep mentioning for me to watch. The uh, travel across the universe. Place, place farther than the universe. Yeah. Place farther than the universe. Um, I think Super Cub fits in that genre too because, or, you know, again, subgenre. Super Cub is one where literally just girls that like to ride uh, cub mopeds. I think they're like Honda Cubs. Um, Not motorcycles, mopeds. No, they're mopeds. And uh, that's all. I mean, they just get together and talk about it and hang out. That's it. So that's that's another big one that people really like to watch. And I, I can say that I am a fan of that. Like, I like it because it's so wholesome and it's just like... I, I, they're like relatable. Like, I like to ha- I like to hike and camp. I like to play music. I don't ride bicycles, but it's just a hobby that people like. There's, it's like you. Every one of us has a hobby that when we get with other people, it's like really nice to do those things together. And seeing that with other people, it's it's like so wholesome. Yeah, and I mean, I think for me, the 
uh, getting into some that are. I I I'm a big fan of the ones where they pick the hobbies just because I I like having that kind of interest where not only am I seeing these people's lives, I'm actually learning about a hobby too that I might not have. That too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That is really cool that you mentioned that because like it's like sometimes they do it so well that it's like oh that's really cool like it they they do a, they do that hobby justice right and it's like oh that's really interesting like I'm not gonna get into cosplaying I'm not gonna get into you know riding mopeds but. Like, it is cool that, like, it makes me appreciate it, right? And I like when, it's like sports anime. It's like, it makes me appreciate what you're doing, even though I don't like that specific topic. Right. Right. Right, like, so, you, can, you can appreciate baseball, but you're never actually going to sit down and watch a baseball game. Anyway. Right. Oh, well, hell no. No, no, yeah. But um, um, those, are, those are some um, examples. I think some other examples that I had, and these I leave to last, because... They kind of toe the line, and I, I have no problem if you call them a, a slice of life. But like um, Kobayashi, like Dragon Maid, apparently people say that's a slice of life. Um, I guess I can understand because there is a human character. It's just it's just so outlandish. There's literally a Dragon Maid. I can't I can't call that a slice of life. I'm sorry, it's, I just can't. It toes the line because I would say that it kind of feels like a family drama in a lot of ways, which is not. So here's the thing. Slice of Life also gets a lot of these genres that aren't really listed as genres in Japan. I would say that that's more of a... or not really listed as a genre in anime. But I'd say that's like a great example of like a family drama where, yeah, it's kind of like a found family situation where, yeah, they're made, yeah, it's a dragon and it's a maid, and yeah, they're all these different weird people, but they're like family for each other. And I think that's where people compare it to a slice of life. Would I say it's a slice of life? Not really. It's definitely got some aspects of it. Definitely aspects, for sure. I, the, I think what makes it popular is the slice of life aspect, right? Yeah, definitely not the, like, dragon aspect. But no, I think... Yeah, the fantasy. I mean, and again, like, we had said earlier, like, there's a lot of stories that use the fantasy slash, um, I guess, um what's another word fantasy or fiction um like genre to kind of set up the setting and then have those aspects of slice of life throughout um like another one that i can think of is uh uh where is it out here uh fruits basket like that one's literally about people that transform into animals but that's not really what it's about like it's about the growth of two characters and like ultimately their relationship so that's really a romance more than anything but it's it, it's been called a slice of life so i mean i can't that one i'm okay more of a slice of life than something like you know dragon man well and violet evergarden you've got on this list is another good example where that's really it's it's again it's about a girl who's living her life day to day and is just trying to make a is trying to find purpose but this is also a girl who was an ex child soldier who has metal arms so uh yeah um and really her goal isn't to just live a daily life her goal is to deal with the crippling trauma she had from going off to war uh, yeah that that that's a so, full-blown drama so i wouldn't call that <laughs> i would not call that a slice of life but i i can also see how and i because of the way that anime is set up it doesn't really have those nuances in the, in the genre, so I can see how people would consider it to be a slice of life. But if you're asking me personally, no, I don't. I don't think that's a slice of life. That seems yeah. 
Um, and again, we, we will, I mean, when we say we don't call it a slice of life, we're not saying that it's not a slice of life. We're just saying we don't see it as a slice of life. I wouldn't categorize it as that. And again, as we mentioned many times, it's hard to put it on, put it and define it by, you know, these finite terms. So if you see it that way, I'm not wrong. You're not wrong. It's just, you can appreciate it for as, as that. I don't see it as that. Uh, doesn't make it bad. Like I like, um, fruits basket. I like, I don't like Kubayashi. Um, I'm you know, actually, I like, I'm actually going to take, go the, ahead. I'm going to take the opposite stance on this. I'm going to be like, Hey, if you disagree with us, fuck you. You won't do anything about it. Send us an email if you, unless you're a bitch. All right, there you go. Well, send you us- can send an email to Logan, but yeah, then probably- you can say the nice things to Ozzy because he is the wholesome and relaxed kind of person. Okay. Logan, as you can tell, he is about uh, he's about being over the top. He likes to show in aspects. So shoot me an email at RaleighAnime at gmail.com, you pansies. Uh, anyway, there you go. Uh, oh, yeah, slice of life. I I think that base I think that pretty much sums it up. Um, any other thoughts? Yeah, as best as we could. I mean, we we kind of rambled. I mean, I think you rambled, but I think uh, I also rambled a little bit. So that's fair. I mean, that that is how you do on a podcast. But I'd say I'd say at the end of the day, we got what we needed. Alrighty. So moving on to the next part, uh, we've got a manga to talk about. Is that right? Yes, we do. Yeah, and I guess it kind of going in the realm of slice of life. This is one where. I, I think you. I, I think you could categorize it as a slice of life. Yes, I would. I would say so. Um, yeah, so, I think a lot of the main points that we talked about it definitely hit. So, so and I apologize because uh, for anybody who was listening last time, I actually changed the uh, manga that we were listening to. So if you had read that previous one and wanted to, sorry, we're actually doing a different one this week. But uh, this week. What are we covering, Ozzy? We're we're doing Tomochan is a girl. So Tomochan is a girl is a manga um, that apparently it is a gen. It is a genre of romantic comedy, rom com, and slice of life. Um, and to give you a quick synopsis of it, um, it's about a character named Tomo, who is a tomboy, and uh, she has a crush on her best friend uh, Junichiro. Junichiro, Junichiro, um, yeah, but unf- yeah. Junichiro, excuse me, uh, but unfortunately her friend sees her as one of the boys, like literally just like another, like, like, but bro, like a bro. So, and that's the basis of it. It's just about her interactions with him and dealing with the fact that she has a crush on him, but it's not reciprocated because he only sees her as a best friend slash bro. He sees her. Um, he literally sees her as a guy, though. Like that's yeah, not- but like it, it, it's so. Well, I think they over dramatize it to the point where he's like, "Oh shoot, I forgot you're a girl." Like, yeah, he sees her as a guy, but like, I don't think he he. There were many parts. There were many moments in the manga where he legit was like, "Oh, that's right." Like, there was one chapter where she just happened to go to the bathroom as part of like the story. And he's like, Oh yeah, I'll go in with you. And she's like, no, what are you doing? He's like, Oh, that's right. You're going to the girl's bathroom. So like he knows it's just, it's so it's again, it's dramatized to the point where he's just like, crap, I forget every 30 seconds. But again, it's funny because like, I didn't pick up that he was dense. I don't know. I, I mean, I didn't, maybe I didn't read enough, but like, 
Uh, there is an anime that's being produced for this now, and it's coming out early next season in 2023. Early next year, 2023. Uh, so Tomo-chan is a girl is getting an anime. Um, and like that was one of the first things they put out was like, Tomo is the uh, tomboy who had a crush on her best friend, and he happens to be a dense dude. Like they, like I guess, I mean, he's just kind of dumb, and I guess that kind of makes sense now. Yeah, I mean, I think they're playing it up as dense, and to be fair, he is a little dense. But I think uh, his deal is more like, okay, well, before I get into really spoiler stuff, uh, yeah, I think. It's kind of, this is a basic story. What Ozzy said just kind of sums it up. But it's a one page, one chapter per page kind of thing. So there's four page, four panels, and they tell us a real quick story. Usually it's comedy based. And uh, and they move on to the next chapter, basically. Um, so it it's, hits hard and fast, and it kind of keeps going. But I... So I'm kind of interested in the anime adaptation because we've seen this not work very well in the past because you usually have to have a longer story to make episodes out of. It can't just be a gag a minute. Otherwise, that gets stale. But uh, generally speaking, I like this story. It's very... It's one of the... It's along the same lines of Komi-san or any of those other stories where it's a cute idea um, and it's kind of just watching these characters interact with each other over time. And dealing with other characters who kind of come in and out of the story. I mean, there's like this, I guess, uh, manipulative girl who shows up. There's a cute oh, yeah. brain, like cute, uh, what's the term? Not brain dead. She's kind of like a bimbo girl. That's probably a rude way bimbo. to put it. That's probably a rude way to put it, but that's basically what she the characterization is. And there are some other friends and characters that come in and out of the story, but I think the main thing is just these two characters kind of reconciling their feelings for each other, which is, again, it's a cute story. It's a neat idea. Um, but, uh... I mean, go ahead. No, I mean, and that's basically what it is. I, I think it's a very simple story, um, and kind of getting into the actual, like, story story is, like, it is just little episodes at a time. I do like that aspect. Again, it's very slice of life like. Like it's just episodic. Like, like these four panels are about uh, them uh, playing sports together, and then these four panels are about them. Um, you know, I don't know, like um, like going to class together. Just random little things like that. It's nice. It's 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 relaxing. That aspect I did like. Um, I, I just I. Uh, kind of like you were mentioning, like it, like past stories have kind of done this, and we'll see how it goes. But like, I just don't see how this can go for so long. Um, apparently, this is finished, right? I think I, I saw there's like 900 chapters. Is that right? Yeah, but also keep in mind, like I said, it's a chapter a page. It is. That's true. Excuse it, me. Yeah, they're they're small chapters. It fell just short of a thousand chapters. I don't know the exact count, but it got pretty darn close. Um, yeah. And I do think uh, they did, uh, um, yeah, they ended up wrapping it up, and I guess it's become very popular online, just like a lot of other uh, stories where maybe it didn't have the popularity in print, but online it has just taken off. So 
Interesting. Um, yeah, it, it did say that like it was very highly like demanded, and I mean, just based off like the gagness of it, like I can see why. Like it, it sounds like a a funny story. I'm I, I am just interested in how it'll do long term because like I will say that like the the guy, the main character guy, Junichiro, Junichiro or whatever, Junichiro, uh, he, yeah, Junichiro, like. I just don't think he has that much of a personality. At least they didn't write him off as very interesting to begin with. And, like, I think they could have done more with him. And maybe they do. Like, I have only read, like, maybe ten chapters at most. Like, they just play him as dense. And I just wish they would have made him, like, it's fine if he's dense, but I just I wanted more from him. And, and again, they may do that as the story goes on. But, like, they really just focus on Tomo and her situations with it but like with him it's just kind of like you're the gag like how will you make this funny and it's just he's very one-dimensional at the moment and i just that's one negative i have with it and that's why i just don't i don't see how it can go i don't see how it can keep my attention at least i i also gotta assume they're gonna skip a bunch of the smaller chapters early on because uh they do do a better job of characterizing these guys at the beginning but i think kind of like any manga uh, at the start, they weren't really sure what direction they were going to go, so it's just gag, 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 gag. And then as it gets on, they actually start developing characters who have actual depth, which is kind of nice. Um, I think that's when the story really takes off. But yeah, I would say overall it's pretty good. Um, I would check it out if you have a chance, but um, this is also not one of those where... Uh, Kind of like we were talking about with Slice of Life before. I don't think this is one of those where everybody's going to like it just because of the fast-paced nature of the comedy and because, as you said, the characters lack depth early on, so it might take a little bit getting used to. Yeah, it'll take a little bit. And I will say, this: these are very short like stories. Very short. like More short than any I've ever read. Like, every other Slice of Life, except maybe like uh, uh, Kaguya, um, like I think those are just as short, if not around the same thing. But um, a lot of other ones, even if they're slice of life, like they may be a little longer. Like these were like real quick, rapid fire. And again, like this, this might be a manga wise. I, I, it, it wasn't enough for me. Like I think they they may do a better job. They'll have to, I think, with the anime to to like translate it into longer, maybe like five to ten minute episodes, and then make two or three per episode. Um. So I'm interested to see how they do that because I think that's easier to absorb for people to have like more of a like, oh, what's going on in this episode instead of just having like rapid fire like situations. Yeah, and I mean, we'll see how that all plays out. Uh, I think they I worry a little bit, but I think this is a good one on the horizon. So definitely check it out if you get a chance. Uh, But uh, that brings us to another anime for next week, which I guess manga, you, uh, manga. Sorry, which I guess you could argue is another potential slice of life. But this one is called Retired Heroes. So this is basically trying not to give a whole lot away, but this is basically the story of similar to Free Ren after Story's End or at the funeral. This is the story of uh, a couple of heroes who went and already saved the world, quote unquote. And they're trying to live their retired lives uh, just day to day. And really, that's all it's supposed to be. But then, you know, things happen as the story goes on. So Life happens. Uh-huh. So, 
y'all have to tune in. So again, that's Retired Heroes. There's a bunch of different versions of this, uh, of the name Retired Heroes. So if you're looking for the one that we're specifically talking about, it's the Chinese uh, manga, actually, that we are doing. Um, Can we put a link in the uh, in our like Spotify we'll a, thing? Yeah, we'll put a link on the account so y'all can look it up. Um, and yeah. Wait. And all right, that's going to wrap us up for the day. Any other thoughts, Ozzy? No, appreciate you guys uh, sitting through us uh, just kind of talking about a uh, slice of life. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it and give us some uh, some suggestions of other genres or other topics you guys want to listen to because, again, we're just general anime watchers and we may not have seen it all. We don't know it all, but it's fun for us just to kind of talk about it. So uh, you can shoot us an email at, what you say, RaleighAnime uh, at gmail.com. RaleighAnime at gmail.com. Yeah, you won't email me. Ooh. Wayne Hardcore. Oh, yeah, and if you want to call out Logan for his uh, gatekeeping, please do. He deserves to be chastised sometimes. Bullshit. All right. RaleighAnime at gmail.com, everybody. All right, thanks as always to our listeners for tuning in. Y'all have a good rest of your week. Uh, try not to lose power. Good night, everybody. Appreciate it. Bye, you guys. <laughs>